Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Goonies On. This week, the Goonies are discussing their desert island horror movies. So we did a top five with two honorable mentions, as usual. And we kind of explained what we mean by desert island, but um, I think we all had kind of a different idea of what desert island means. And uh, we also introduced ourselves. So you got main Goonie Joshua, you got Terry. Amanda, sound guy Steven, all on this episode discussing horror, and this episode is going up hopefully in October, so right around the spooky time. Happy Halloween. This episode is sponsored by Dustin Moth Coffee. Drink. My coffee's so black, it'll stain your soul. Again. I'm Amanda. I'm Terry. Steven. Still Joshua. <laughs> Remember me from the introduction. Part two. Doing later. We do. And uh-huh. Glad you're Desert Island. Yeah, so the topic of <laughs> it's Goonies on Desert Island Horror. Should, should we go ahead and introduce Sam? Rooster. He'll be going. Uh, he's gonna be going to bed. I, 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 I don't have my watch on, but he's coming. He's gonna be going to bed. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say about um, the new Fiona Apple album. <laughs> We're talking about horror. I remember why I started talking about Fiona Apple now. Um, it reminds me of you guys' house because you can just like her dogs just start barking, and you oh, can tell okay. that she's recorded it in her house. So she's just like so it's a quarantine. It's a quarantine album. I think I think she was recording it before quarantine. Oh um, shit! You know we forgot about Deer Ticket Eight. That's not Yeah, but I'm saying don't forget. Um, but all right, so Desert Island horror movies. <laughs> Go for it, Randy Jackson. I know that's why I didn't want to do Desert this shit. Desert Island horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't want to do this shit. My first one I have down is The Ritual. Which is okay, so. My original thing about Desert Island is I think it should be a something fun that I would enjoy all the time and then be something that is also entertaining to take your Well, I mean, I guess that depends on why you watch horror movies. You don't think that the ritual is, is entertaining? Yeah, definitely. It also like depends on what you consider fun. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's what I was saying. I would be interested to see you guys' list because... Well, the, the ritual is my number one. Because the ritual is your number one. Well, that's the first one I write down is the that's, ritual. The ritual has been my favorite. I wouldn't say like it's like necessarily my number one, but it was the first one I write down. So. It's on my list too. It's not number one though. It's such an original. Oh, are we supposed stuff. to order then? No, no. We just, oh, okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> typically you start from, I mean, I've only done list like I've only done one other list but it never it's never gonna come out because I never worked out with other people. See I like the ritual because when I first watched it that's some that's those are my favorite horror movies is when you think about them afterwards. Like we watched it at five fifteen. Just creeps you out for the first time at Terry when Terry was living there. And I had to drive home and I was like creeped out the whole drive home. So that's yeah. a, that's a success for me. Yeah and you still get creeped out by horror. I still often yeah. done. Well not often. That's why the, those are all always my favorites is when they creep me out. Yeah. And um it's still creepy even when you rewatch it. I haven't rewatched it, but I do. Um, so the ritual would not be on my list. So it's on it's on your list, Terry. Mm-hmm. I would say it's on my list. It's on your list as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I thought you wrote down your list. I did not write down my list, oh. uh, but it, that would definitely be on my list. One thing about that is I read it 
I found out with the book originally. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to buy the book, but then I read a bunch of really bad reviews for it. But... This is the British movie in the woods, right? Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. yeah. Where the guy gets killed in the beginning, yeah. and, the, and then one dude's like, the, the way the didn't book help goes you. is it, 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 it separates into two parts. It's got it. that part I don't know. in the woods. Did you not, it whole, should be in the email with uh, your ticket. It's a totally separate story about like a death metal band that's like possessed by the god. One of the members is possessed by the god or something like that. I thought okay, so, it could be a really interesting story to read, but I heard bad reviews on the book itself. But so it's movie, different than the movie. The movie. So the god just based a screenplay off of it. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Nice. Well, wait then. I hope that's how Brian's line is too, because I'm at the work. Um, I did email him and asked to be off by 4.30 though. So the ritual, to me, it would kind of fall into like the psychological horror, because the, to me, the opening of that and the effect of that moment of his friend, of him not acting in the convenience store, like haunts him throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. So it's, you can also make it. It does have a drama. It does have like a psychological, but it also has like your typical horror movie themes too, because you got the creature in the woods, you got the eeriness of it, the not knowing what it is. The fact that they're all lost in the woods. Yeah, I mean that creepy witch god thing in the in the attic when dude wakes up praying to it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that scene was creepy. There's definitely horror element, like main horror elements to it too. It's like we were talking about with Channel Zero for me. The drama aspect of it is what makes it more of a, a movie for me to watch because it's more along my usual liking. Yeah, we just started rewatching. So, so that's why Channel Zero, the first season, is probably my favorite. So to me, in this fictional world where we're sitting on a desert island surrounded by nature, you're going to throw on the ritual where it's uh -huh. like literally about... But isn't that? But isn't so you're literally gonna be sitting in front of the fire? No, but yeah, but, on the beach, just but like... isn't that the f <laughs> isn't that the fun part about horror though? Yeah, but see, for not me, if you're actually like in a desert island. No, yeah, like I would watch the ritual and then go camping. It would be fun. That's why when we're at the you would be creeped out by right, and that's yeah. why when we're at the lake, we always watch Lake Placid and the and the alligator episodes uh, episode of X Files and stuff. Well, it's, for me, desert island just equals something I can't live without. Yeah, something you you would want to rewatch and rewatch. Like so someone, it's not a literal desert island. No, for me it just means something that I can't live without. Like the girl asked me the other day, a desert island celebrity. Just one, and I was like, what? I guess Killian <laughs> Murphy. <laughs> so yeah, but I would watch it and go camping. It would be that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, the thrill of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. Obviously, it's not in my top five, but I mean, it, it's it's a really good movie. <laughs> Um, I, I like that it's uh, there were creep act I mean it didn't really creep me out necessarily just because it like I said I, I read it more of like a a psychological horror where it just seemed like they were kind of going crazy um, and then the, the reveal at the end which I thought was really well played that yeah. it actually wasn't um, them going crazy that there was a crazy cult and demon and well obviously he God. was a deity is yeah. what he would have been yeah, I can see that. So what was the first one you wrote down? Poltergeist. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Poltergeist. Is Poltergeist on your list? Not on my list. I would say Poltergeist is on my list. Too. You only get five, just remember that. Yeah. And two honorable mentions. 
Yeah, the steak cooking over yeah. the yeah, and counter. Yeah, the skin crawling, or the pizza crawling across the counter and stuff like that, where it's just like everyday things seem so creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is... From the television. Yeah, as a kid, it's like, oh my god, this is so scary. Even the house disappearing was the tree. crazy yeah. shit. But yeah, when I think, like, when I watch it now, I usually think of the the effects of it, because they look so cool, even though yeah. it's 82, mm-hmm. and pre-CGI, so... Mm-hmm. You're looking at just blue screen, and then mostly everything's practical in there. Mm-hmm. And there's like weird light things that they use. It stands the test of time. Sure. Yeah, sure, definitely. Classic, it yeah. Sam Rockwell remake. No, I've watched it. Never watched <laughs> it. Did you watch it? You never watched it? No. I watched it the theater to see it. Was it good? No. I talk about watching it all the time, but I haven't yet. I like Sam Rockwell. I refuse. It's, uh, it definitely. So, what the other thing I like about Poltergeist is it's more. There's a little bit of camp to it watching it as an adult um it's not as scary because i think that the old lady's like really funny yeah nelson's funny and it's like there's a lot of really campy stuff in there the clown's super campy um but the sam rockwell one they go for like hard scary um, is it jump scares though or is it atmosphere it's definitely more modern horror, more new horror. So yeah, there's jump scares, there's it, too much music, all that, all the stuff that's not good. One of the girls at work, that's the only one that she's ever seen. <laughs> so I brought her Poltergeist. I brought her Poltergeist, Honeymoon, and It Follows. Those are all three great horror movies that she hadn't seen. Yeah, she claims like to be a horror, horror movie, a horror fan. And I'm like, yeah, here you go, because you're not a real horror fan. Usually, people that claim to be horror fans like. The, she likes the jump scares. Yeah, and the grindhouse, like the saw and like the tortured stuff, um, mm-hmm. the gory stuff. I, I think most of the time that's what horror people are to horror fans. Yeah. Steven, you got one? Uh, I would have. Or other than those two? Um, one that would be on my list. We just watched The Candyman. Uh, that's Candyman's a classic. He's not on my list. That's a classic like, one too. But yeah, he's that's because that's made character driven horror. Yeah, and it's it, it's all well. It's the fact that they're they're researching urban legends and like the whole time they're like, oh, is it true? Is it not true? And, well, it's also not very uh, no real creep. Well, there is creep aspect to it, but the atmosphere is what's creepy about it, and the fact that it's in like set in a real world. I was just saying the thing. Like, of, the thing about Candyman is he like. It's based. It's basically all psychological. His power comes from the story, right? From and people believing in his story. Yeah. It doesn't even really have even like even though it's like a killer horror movie. Um, it's not even doesn't have any slasher film aspect really. Yeah. No, like it's a, it's it's all story. It's all yeah, psychological. Yeah. Candyman's a good one too. And I can't wait to see a remake of that one. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about that. It's and, like really gritty too. Yeah, they're all, they're waiting for the new one. They're waiting on the. Uh, Theaters to reopen. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Which I don't. I, I, I was hoping they would. Release it for. Yeah, it's like it's like when they went. Release it for. Yeah, it's like, like the like the like the 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 about the, what's happening with coronavirus, it's like it allows you to stay more at home. home. Well, it allows you to it gives you permission to not really do anything, which we didn't really do in the first place. But it just gives you the permission to be like the homebody that you always were. Yeah, I mean, I've always been on, but I do like going to the movies. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I miss, I miss going to live shows the most. I think because yeah. the yeah. summer's been weird without shows, yeah. but. 
especially festivals. Yeah, missed a festival or two. But Candyman, I could definitely see. Um, it's. Have you read Claude Barker's story? So I was reading. Uh, he has this book of shorts called The Book the Blood, and I was reading this book, one of the one of the shorts in there called In the Flesh. And it's like, man, this is sounding like super familiar. And then all of a sudden, this dude with a motherfucking hook comes up and mm-hmm. it's like. This Candyman, I had to look it up on the phone. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's based off of his. Yeah, it says that on the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, yeah, it's really good. It's not like it's a short, so you don't. It doesn't delve into the yeah. the psychological and the characters as much, but uh, it's a really cool um, short. Pretty big candy though. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that page at first had it. Mm mm. Let me just make a Barker story. It says it in the credits. Oh. Um. What about you? Number one, Scream. Yeah, you said that on all of them. I said that on everyone, but it's like, I've seen Scream. See, now that one's definitely fun. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one way you would just, like, one word that you could use to describe Scream is fun. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it more than probably any other movie, except for maybe Star Wars. And oh. I've probably seen it more than Star Wars at this point. I mean, I've seen Scream a lot. And I mean, I love Scream, but. I've probably seen horror, other horror movies more than I've seen Scream. You've seen Tremors, but <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Oh, that's on my list. Wait, man. Yeah, I was like, but <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what makes Scream so great? Other than, I mean, it's a perfect movie. Um, endlessly quotable, fantastic dialogue. It just—it's one of those movies that, no matter what I'm doing, I can put it on. And yeah, it. and the yeah. good thing about Scream back then when you know when you first saw it which we saw what it was we didn't come out early 90s 95 you know yeah. i believe we went to the theater to see it what's cool about no it? we saw scream 2 in the theater oh uh, but you know when you first saw scream it was something different anyway yeah. it was something you hadn't seen it was like a it was like a new a new that, horror it's the fact that they they poke fun at horror movies right and it's it's still being a horror movie but it took like the slasher film to a different to a place it hadn't gone before. Yeah. 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 And it changed horror in, I mean, definitely for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, to me, it still hasn't been matched. There's, there hasn't been a new horror movie, except for maybe like Get Out or Hereditary um, that's come out recently that I think has, has changed the horror genre like Scream did. Well, that's that. I, I agree with that. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, but me on a desert island all alone watching Scream. I feel like I would I would enjoy that. Because you have no cell service. No one's yeah. calling. No one's nah. calling. <laughs> and I would just, I mean, I mean, I know every line to that movie. Yeah. I could watch it in my head on a desert island. That's what we probably always, what I would be doing. Because there wouldn't be a TV or a DVD player. Saying the apocalypse, that's what would be good for. Like reenacting. We would just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one I could I could reenact. In the, yeah. From, from jump all that's the way the only, through. That's, that's like the only skill we have. Have, read the, have. Have you ever read the book Station Eleven? Uh, that's what they do in that post-apocalyptic world is um, there's the, one of the characters in the book or part of some of the characters in the book there's a traveling acting show that goes around and bring an old theater to the because that's where they were was the theater group I said that to Dr. Cheney once and he says I feel like you have some nursing skills there he's like oh yeah <laughs> yes and Michelle when I told Michelle she's like what about your sewing and your, cro- and your crochet and I was like okay Michelle you're right I can make some things too would you be the costume designer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, raise, you raise chickens? Yeah. 
got some life, some post-apocalyptic skills other than acting out. Other movies. than be able to re remember movies and books and shit. But those skills would probably go into yeah. act reacting to these. Oh yeah, definitely. Or just for like... It's our hobby. Uh, Can you put the one close to the poster? Cambodian refugees. Yep. Within Chopper Thunder. Let that be a light. Might be time to shut the doors. What's, what's number two? It's getting kind of chilly. Uh, number two on mine is you're all wrapped up in me. I got, I got this, right? Awesome. So since Terry said a perfect movie, Ugh, in uh, my head, in my mind, in my mind, it's a perfect movie. Three, I mean, almost perfect movies. Yeah, and I think there there aren't. I had the almost in there. There aren't a lot of perfect movies. <laughs> no, there isn't. Um, but. One that I've always said is a perfect movie is Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Like, there is not a scene that you can take out of that movie. It, it's perfect. There's no, no time wasted in that movie. And mm -hmm. you get so much story, so much character, iconic characters, great dialogue, great acting. It's it's everything. And so this one's definitely more of a psychological. That's definitely a psychological yeah. horror. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think what would make Silence of the Lambs so appealing on a desert island is the characters because once again great dialogue but it's like living with Hannibal and Clarice like living in their heads and living with them and Buffalo Bill as well see I never think of that one as a horror movie per se the only horror, horror. Huh? the only horror film horror. to win best picture mm -hmm. well because it's more of like a psychological thriller yeah. or drama well yeah, that's just the way to, to get horror in just a way to sneak it in. Yeah. But it, it's still, I mean, all those are subgenres of horror, too. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I just don't necessarily think of it as, um, because that one doesn't necessarily scare you the same way some of the other ones on the list might. Yeah. It, um, yeah, you're not looking at jump scares or anything like well, that. Well, that, or... it's not like, I mean, I guess because it's mostly like, um, it's a you know it's mostly like a cop drama yeah. when it when it comes down to it. Well, a lot of the times though, some mystery movies, cop dramas or whatever, can skirt that horror. No, I'm element. saying it's just yeah. like when I think of horror, I don't necessarily think automatically go to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just such a classic movie, and there's such it's a, it's got such a dark atmosphere behind it. That, no, I mean yeah. it's a great movie. I love it. Obviously, I watch it all the time. It's just not necessarily I wouldn't necessarily consider it like I horror. I feel like it'd be on my my desert island list too. Cool. I mean, this dude's up to four already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, one more. Okay, I got. I got a really good one. Yeah. Uh, well, no, he's big candy man. I've got, I've got my last one too. Okay. Um, Unless Mandy or Terry says it. Let, let me go ahead and say it first okay. because <laughs> you know, I had no plan on. Yeah. Uh, Children of the Corn. Oh, okay. Children of the Corn. Okay. Okay. Not on my list. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't like that movie. Really? Yeah. Um, but I've only seen it once. <laughs> oh, you should be watching it. We watched it when we were kids and we were just like... No, no. We ended up making fun of it for... If you haven't watched it since you were a kid, you should definitely yeah, watch it. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should rewatch that. And it's one of those things of like sharks in the water because once we start making fun of a movie, it's like... It's all over. It's dead. It's, this movie's dead. Don't you remember the previous one? The fourth one? Was it the fourth one? You don't need to see it. That was the previous to the fourth one that was on the white squad. White squad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so scary, that little 
I mean, they always look scary and like the the corn aspect of it. No, no, you get me started on the corn. The corn's got You're starting to look like children. So it's one of those movies that we wanted to like. I don't know if maybe we just built it up in our heads. Or I mean, I like that movie. I think once we just started making fun of it, we saw it. I don't, uh, you're right that I don't really remember watching it as, liking it as, necessarily watching it and liking it as a kid, but as an adult, I've watched it for a long time and liked it. I'll have to rewatch it. See, I feel like just pretty much the whole, the whole movie just makes it, it's just so, gets you creeped out, you know, like, not corny. It's, Who's got that? It's super corny. Yeah. And it's fun too, like what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun thing to watch. Like, I guess because because I've seen it so many times, but uh, the the scene where I can't remember the other the what's the main kid's name with the hat Isaac Isaac uh, when he's like Malachi Caesar Isaac's like, the leader. Yeah, the Isaac's the leader. He's a little tiny. He gets yeah. me every time. Every time he says that. <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> My buddy Caesar. I. I I, I say his name like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a second lie. There's a guy that comes into work to the vet. He looks exactly like Malachi. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll be, every time like as in, an adult? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, well, that, I think that dude was actually, uh, was like in his 20s. When I played Isaac, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and he's short, too. Not as short as him, but I'll go in there and be like, God, he's glasses here. <laughs> But he knows that he knows children of the corn. Yes. Right. <laughs> Everybody knows children on the corn. Yeah, it's true. Um, is it? Is it Stephen King? Right? Yeah, it's yeah, a short yeah. story. What would you guys say? Rockingham's on the other side of Greensboro. Rockingham? Yeah. Uh, no, it's on the other side, side of um, it's going towards yeah. It's um, so it's, it's not towards like Castle County. Yeah. So that's probably pretty close to her being in uh. Castle County. <laughs> no, don't, don't tell me you're fine. God, where's she? <laughs> she lives in Bill. Who? Did the lady move? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Rockingham yeah. County. It's not going to be close to Swepsonville. <sighs> Swepsonville near, is near Saxonville Hall. It's on the other yeah. side of Graham. Okay. So it's going to be a drive. Like, probably 45 minutes. Um. I had Sinister on my list too. Sinister, good one. So this is another one where it's like, I'm surprised that you pick like newer movies. It's another newer movie. Well, that's because I mean, that's well. But I guess you got Tremors and probably yeah, Arachnophobia on there. And Halloween. <laughs> I mean, I have six. I have seven movies written down. Yeah, okay. We have two honorable mentions. Don't forget the honorable mentions. Yeah, I gotta get them. But I guess because to me, um. Again, with Sinister, when me and Wendell saw it in the theater, I, I thought about it for the rest of the day. It creeped me out for the rest of the day. Yeah. I so like, those are. I feel like Sinister too is almost like Scream, where it changed things a little bit. Well, it was something you hadn't seen before. I yeah. feel like I feel like the idea of the whole idea, you know, the idea that in the end the bad guy won, doesn't often happen in horror movies. Yeah, usually they. There's usually at least one survivor. Yeah. Well, it's usually. I mean. Oftentimes it's a take back or it's like a setting up for the sequel, which yeah. is a horror trope. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it definitely is fairly, fairly bleak. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's the, the children that end up killing their parents or their whole family. It yeah. was, uh, and I mean, those videos 
in Sinister. They're yeah. the I mean, it just the whole time I was, time I was watching it in the theater, and like then the whole drive home, you know, even me, me, the next day, me when we talked about how we were creeped out the whole rest of the day. Some really great death scenes. Yeah. yeah. My uh, my second besides those uh, films that are in that movie is the the soundtrack to it. There's the soundtrack like, good. Boards of Canada track in there, and every time we listen to that, I gotta put on Boards of Canada. <laughs> afterwards. Like I have to. That was um, where burning where he's burning the film, and you're just like. And the kids are counting one, two, three. I think that was uh, the first one of the first things you said. Let Stephen borrow when we first started dating. I believe so. Because I liked it so much. Hmm. But I, I think that was it was not the year it came out or the year. Before. I feel like it came out shortly before we. Yeah, dating. it was already on DVD. But yeah, Sinister is on my list. I watch it all the time. And you still get creeped up. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one of the one of the most recent movies to creep me out. Yeah, definitely. That and the ritual. But Sinister creeps you out in a different way. I think because it's entirely new. Like a lot oh, of people yeah. say that that what makes something scary is the unknown, like fear of the unknown. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that that's stuff that hadn't been seen before. Mm. That was an idea that we hadn't heard yeah. of before, yeah. Yeah. You got a new one, Terry? Trying to get these raccoons to Text. a place that can rehab them without them being killed. Poor raccoons. Somebody found some raccoons that oh. help. These little guys. Oh. It's a raccoon, all right. Mm-hmm. Um. Next on raccoon my list. Raccoon babies are annoying as fuck, though. This is number. Well, my second one was the ritual. So my third one is. Autopsy of Jane Doe. So that's on my list too. Mm, also strange. It's a very good movie. Yeah, but it also creeped me out. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, even though we figured it out, we watched it during the day, the first time. But then the second time when I watched it again with Wendy and Steven, it still creeped me out again. It's got atmosphere. Atmosphere, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and that's. I mean, because you're you're looking at one location and two I mean, guys. They, they do so, a lot with it. Yeah, so and it, I mean, and the Mill Hirsch and Brian Cox just do a great job. I mean, they just do. Even the guy that plays the sheriff. Even the witch. Okay. <laughs> she did it. Bruce Bolton. She didn't even do anything. That's not his real name, but he does a great. Yeah, and the actress that plays the. They the actually have an actress for it. That's, a, that's an actress there. Hold on. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I thought it just had like somebody, mm-hmm. like, not somebody, but like. Yeah, like a fake body. Now yeah. there's an actress there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I think she's a model though, and I don't think she really so does. So she's used to like actually sitting there for a long time. Yeah, I don't no. think she actually does any act, like a lot of acting. I think she was a model first. I need to watch that again too. I've only seen that one, but. It's on Netflix. Now. <laughs> it's, great. it's great. I mean, it's a good movie. I would say that's on my honorable mention. It, it definitely. <laughs> It definitely creeps you out, even when you watch it again, you know, it's still, like, even, you know, I've probably seen it now at least 10, 15 times, yeah. and it was still, like, it's still, it's still yeah. eerie. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a new idea. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, Something uh, you hadn't really seen in a long time. It's a very original movie. Um, there isn't really a precedent for that type of movie. Right. Um, especially in the body horror type genre and i guess if you think about it those first three the ritual sinister and because autopsy jane day was the third one i write down they have atmosphere which newer movies have forgotten yeah 
Well, I mean, all three of those are movies. But I'm saying, but that's what sets them apart from the from the fair of what we had in the last ten years or so. Is that they went back to old school? Well, there's definitely been a horror revival um, for going back to more of those '70s um, style horror because I think it's gotten it had gotten so stale stale sequel based the same thing that happened for Scream too mm-hmm. so you're getting all these like really good directors that are making more interesting things with the genre like, yeah, like Get like Out like Hereditary well. yeah Get Out and Hereditary and The Witch um, it's like all of those movies are completely different than what you're used to seeing mainstream horror current mainstream horror mm-hmm. right? um, which I mean that's just a cycle that horror goes through sure. it happened in the 80s too and that's what happened with Scream um, it just gets stale. But see, it feels like to me like those were like, you know, those are the cla- like those would be classics that people that came out when we were adults that people will talk about for years to come. I think so too, and it's one of those things that I think keeps the horror genre around because like people make westerns, but the, the we- like the western isn't a genre anymore, yeah. or the war movie isn't really a genre anymore. Right. You'll have one or two. Mm-hmm. every five or six years yeah. but you have hundreds of horror movies mm-hmm. every year and it's because of actor or directors like these that come along and change the genre yeah, change or it add back. something or, to it or even just throw it back a yeah, little definitely there's definitely been a, a more 70s vibe to it but um something like autopsy of jane doe it's it's a wholly original right there was yeah yeah um, i can't even think of any movie that's that's similar to that no um especially not in the horror genre no Mm-hmm. Who wrote that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the writer director. What is he writing now? Mm. <laughs> um, let's see, I'll I need to watch it again though because I did. I did really enjoy it, but it's one of those things where it's like once you know the twist to go back and watch nah, all that stuff. We knew it. Right. We knew it from the. We knew it bag. from the hex bag. Yeah. yeah. I did. Well, well, that's because you don't watch Supernatural. When he unwrapped that thing and those things, when they were like, oh my god, that's a hex bag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, that's a witch. Yeah. Um, I think I figured it out along with the characters. Yeah. 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 Right when too. you needed to. <laughs> when they told you to. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, it's one of those things where once you, go, once you know the twist, going back and rewatching it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun to see right. how, how they set up everything. Yeah, and it's so good. And I love Emil. I think he's an underrated actor. I really yeah. do. Um, I love Emil Hirsch, too. And he does such a good job in there. Yeah. I also had unrelated story to this. Well, it's kind of related to the movie, but that the song in it, uh, <laughs> Don't Let the Sun Shine. I was whistling that at work one day, and the guy that was working in the office at the time, he was like, Hey, man, I know that song. That's the, that's the let, Don't Let the Sun Shine in. I was like, How'd you know that? And I explained it to him that it was from that movie. And he said he, it's a song from, like, they used to play a lot up north because that's where he's from in New York, which that kind of fits in because it's. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's like a little. Mm-hmm. Thing to know makes more sense to where she came from. Yeah. Ties into the whole thing. A little tidbit of info. So autopsy then goes on both of your lists, and it's an honorable mention. Like it's honorable mention. Yeah. So my third one. It's so hard not to put Evil Dead on my list. That makes sense for you. And once again, it's another fun one, um, much like Scream, where. See, I never got into the Evil Dead. Yeah. I like it. I love it. It's, um, I don't mind. I don't mind those horror movies. And that's another horror movie that changed the genre because 
it plays with camp. Yeah, as I um, say. It, it's definitely falls more in the campy category, mm-hmm. even though the first one was trying They're a trying little to bit smart. harder to be. Yeah, I erased it after the second one. Yeah, yeah, the second one. That's why it's it's hard. I mean, uh, when we did the list for like top, I did my like five of the decade, each mm-hmm. decade. It's like. I'm gonna put Evil Dead one and two on here because they're both fantastic. Um, but the first one is has a little more earnestness to it and has more of a gritty feel to it. But it's just so much fun, um, and it oh, created that whole cabin in a woods genre. Yeah. It's like before Evil Dead, there wasn't that was not a trope in horror, and it's been plagued to death since Evil Dead and never really been replicated. Um, it did have tremendous influence. It's also. Um, I don't even have a zombie movie on here, so that would kind of be. Yeah, I skirt away from. Whenever I see it's a zombie movie, I kind of like. Well, I mean, Evil Dead's kind of like. It's in the same possession. genre, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Deadites aren't necessarily. I mean, they're a malevolent force, a malevolent spirit, so they're not exactly zo- a zombie. Yeah, but, I know. Like capital Z zombies, but there are, there's zombie elements to it as well, and there's a lot of body horror stuff yeah. in it too, losing limbs. Getting caught right, right, which comes with like generally with zombie movies. Definitely, it, yeah. there's definitely a lot of gore in it that um, is at home in the in the zombie genre. But yeah. once again, just being on desert island, <laughs> starring on Evil Dead, and seeing ashes. That makes sense thing. for you though, because yeah, that's yeah, that would that to me is like comedy horror. Yeah, yeah. it is definitely. Um, which, and the, which they were, is too. that was one of the first one. I mean, that was one of the first ones to do comedy horror. Yeah, I mean. Um, in a pretty good way. Yeah, unless you look at like I mean a lot of like the exploitation movies. Yeah, like but that. I'm talking about like mainstream horror. Yeah. That was the first one to bring like um, comedy horror to mainstream. Yeah. And it was one of the I mean it's still one of the best comedy horrors. So again, it's it it's, it's one we've got a lot on the on in here that have kind of like altered or redefined horror. Definitely. I think that's what makes them my favorites. Yeah. And like I said, this list is kind of just my favorite horror movie list. That's why mm-hmm. I don't really have a lot of new stuff on there, just because... You're more of a classics guy. Well, not necessarily that, but it's just like when I think about horror movies that I want to watch over and over again, even though new ones I haven't seen that much, but like these ones that I've seen a million times, there's just something comforting about. I see, I like, a, I mean, I, I watch a lot of new horror too, over and over. Like, I, I like the Insidious series, and I like the Conjuring series, and um, well, you also watch a lot more horror movies than most people because you watch them all the time, and you watch one or two every night <laughs> <laughs> during the whole month of October. I know, I'm sorry, we started so much earlier. It's like all, all I want as soon as it's somewhat cold or no, no, like no, close yeah, to Halloween. We were like, like we were like, fuck it, horror. it's COVID, COVID nineteen twenty twenty. There ain't really gonna be a Halloween. Been we have been watching horror movies all summer, but we've been trying to watch. Uh, since the beginning of September, we've been trying to watch something horror every night. I guess we've been watching newer horror movies that have just been released horror movies all summer. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's been that, um, The Rental and... The Rental was watch good. Relic yet? Yeah, yeah, we watched Relic when it came Relic out, yeah. So, so fucking good. Yeah, we like that one a lot. The Lodge. That's Lodge one of the is movies okay. that has stuck with me. And The Lodge. Those are two movies that have stuck um, with me in recent horror. I was trying to think. We, we watched... Uh, we horror. watched... Um, well, The Silent Thing wasn't really hard. That's no, the, the thriller. Yeah. No, we watched the one with Thomas. Thomas Mann. It wasn't a new one, but it was new to us. 
uh, the, with the ghost where he was building that machine. Oh, yeah, that one was pretty good. Uh, but that was more of like a dra- drama. Uh, you watched that one too, where he was had the where he was trying. His parents died in the car accident, and he had that sound machine. Hold on, I can tell you the name of it. He was trying to control the make the light or whatever. I can't remember what the name of it was. That was okay. Yeah, it was more of a drama though. It had horror aspects, but it was more of a drama. So my fourth one's Tremors. (laughs) Tremors. um, That's a good Isabella one. It is that that would I mean that would probably be an honorable mention for me just because I love that so much, um, and it's just so much fun. It's fun, it's, yeah. It's another nostalgia one where it just makes me think of childhood. Sure, we yeah. We used to watch it all the time. We did. We used to watch it all the time. I still watch it all the time. What the hell is going on? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Yeah, we just watched that the other day. It's just a classic. Good it's movie. um, and the... it's one of those. I mean, it's the first monster subgenre that we've had so far yeah of all of them um, and i love a good creature feature i really do but that's gotta still i mean that's still like the top creature feature for me other than jaws or no trimmers would be the trimmers would outbeat jaws for me as much as i love jaws yeah a lot of them beat jaws for me i mean i like jaws but i mean yeah but jaws is classic to me just because it's the movie that made me hate the beach yeah and sharks (laughs) or made it okay for me to hate the beach um, but it's hard to like shark movies because it's always like they're always related to Jaws. Like you have to compare it to Jaws. Well, I mean, in reality, sharks don't even act like that. So, yeah. But... Yeah. Well, well, for me, Jaws is one of those ones that once you see it once, it loses its its effect. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. but not. Like, I still love it, but it's not going to scare me. Or, or well, no, but neither will Tremors. But it wasn't. It <laughs> tremors wasn't, is no, it. not scary. But the thing about Tremors is you're going to laugh. Yeah, Tremors. And you just love those fun. characters. I mean, yeah. I watch Jaws all the time. I'm watching yeah. all the time. But it was interesting to see it with Dr. Weigel, who had never seen yeah. it. Yeah. It's always fun to see it with somebody that hasn't seen yeah. it because there are a lot of good jump scares in mm-hmm. it where it's not. They're not as expected as. I mean, if you watch a lot of horror movies, you like the music prepares you and all yeah. that stuff. But it it does it to a certain effect that um, I feel like isn't in a lot of other movies. So you don't see the jump scares coming necessarily. But right, in Tremors. Uh, in Jaws. Oh well, yeah. I would say Tremors doesn't even really rely on music too much. No, but they kind of western. Kind mm-hmm. of yeah, it's kind of more of like a John Williams. I'd have to watch it again. I never like really. Paid I've never noted paid attention to the soundtrack or anything. It's very um doesn't really lead up to anything, like give anything away. No, it's really John Williams. Yeah. But Tremors is Kevin Bacon's performance in there. Um Yeah, it's is top hilarious. Top yeah, it's just great. Yeah. He's perfect. Um in every movie. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, he's perfect in every movie, but we don't know we can't necessarily say that every Kevin Bacon movie is perfect. Yeah, that's that's but right. he's that's, always perfect. Yeah, he's always perfect. Yeah. Which that was another good horror movie, recent horror movie. I liked that movie. Um, the house one. We should have. We shouldn't. We should. You should have left. left or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I really like that one. That one was a good one that's we come out have recently. Kevin Bacon podcast. Mm, there's something. Which, by the way, are you still Brad Pitt or Kevin Bacon now? Have you changed in your older age? I mean, to me. We're getting off topic. Yeah, we are getting off topic. What's another one from your list? You'll have to think about that. 
Yeah, it would be hard. Thought to have a podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll argue each side. <laughs> it's probably only a debate that we as a family have. Well, that's probably. not true because I used to put the cup up at Blockbuster. Yeah, we, oh. put it. we put it out there. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I everybody. Oh, that's yeah. how I'm going to tell know. if I'm really going to like you or not. Yeah. Dr. Cheney said Brad Pitt. A lot of people did. Brad, I mean, Brad Pitt's just. Tyler Durden, man. Like, uh, yeah, but that's based on one movie. How many great Kevin Bacon movies can you think of? Kevin Bacon characters. I How know, many no, great? Okay, we finished the horror movie podcast. <laughs> that's, that's a question that I never ever considered before I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> like, I we had a lot of time on our hands as children. <laughs> this is a, this a has been a movies. this has been a great debate for a long time. <laughs> we're the only people that we know that when we're riding in the car, pick an actor and the name goes through a name, and that middle <laughs> made that game up. Never did that. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't thought about the the bacon pit debate for a while. I'll have to, I'll have to reconsider. I, it. it's still gonna, I think it's still going to be Brad Pitt, just because. Yeah, but you haven't even seen enough Kevin Bacon movies, probably. I mean, I've seen a lot of Kevin Bacon movies. Not the ones that count. <laughs> and he's been doing shows lately. He's so great. Don't even. Yeah. Um, his TikTok's great. His Instagram's great. He's great. Let's I get back. He's got a podcast. <laughs> Next would be. And I actually think it stemmed from which one we found more attractive, wasn't it? No, I'm we sure just love Kevin Bacon. I feel like that's we just love Kevin Bacon. I've never been like so much. And when we were kids, you didn't really love Kevin Bacon. I've never been a huge Brad Pitt fan personally. I still ain't it. I mean, yeah. I like him all right, but it's not like I'm going to be I like, don't ever see a Brad Pitt movie and think, gotta watch that movie. Yeah, because Brad Pitt's in there. Yeah, Brad Pitt's in there. But if it's got Kevin Bacon in it, I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Yes. But it's like, I mean, and Bacon's never been in the Tarantino either. Like no, I got, I got two Tarantino performances out of Brad Pitt <laughs> at this oh point. God. It's like he's—it's still gonna be Brad Pitt. Oh <laughs> lord! Bruce Willis was also in Tarantino. And yeah, and he's amazing. <laughs> Where you gotta get Bruce Willis? <laughs> no, 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 you gotta get Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is—he's uh, he's not Kevin he's Bacon. I'm pretty sure Kevin Bacon would say Bruce Willis is not Kevin Bacon. I'm pretty sure he would. <laughs> right, let's have this conversation. Bruce Willis or Kevin Bacon. No, 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 because no, 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 Kevin Bacon wins. Kevin Bacon, 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 Bacon wins. It's just tired. It's the only thing that's hard to, to beat. But. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what you got number? No, number Terry four? was going. What was the, what's another one on your list? Green Room. Green Room would probably be either an honorable mention or it would be in my top five just because. The movie's so good. Yeah, see, Stephen hasn't seen it yet. What? Yeah, we're gonna watch it. Yeah, she you showed me the trailer the other day. Like right after I thought we thought he'd watch it. We thought he'd watch it. I figured he would have seen it too. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. So I guess it was just me and Tara that watched it. Oh my god. Yeah, we should just stop this podcast and she can watch it. That should be a horror movie for tonight. I might watch it tomorrow. He probably won't watch a horror movie this night because his friend's coming over, but. Yeah, Green Room um, marries my two favorite things punk rock. <laughs> and horror. Oh, okay. And it marries them beautifully. Cool. You yeah. can tell that he, the director, is a punk rock fan because there's some like true, true punk in there. Um, like they cover Nazi punk, fuck off. Okay. And the, I mean, the whole concept is a punk band on tour trying to get from gig to gig and stealing gas along the way. Um, 
Well, they take a Nazi show because that's, I mean, it's always been a part of punk. Yeah. It hasn't gone anywhere, but it just takes a turn for the worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So good. But, I mean, the great thing about Green Room, it's like, makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. The oh, violence in it and the aggression. and Like, it's, like I said, it, I mean, it the marries whole concept punk rock of it, yeah. and, and horror beautifully. Mm-hmm. And you got Anton Yelkin's performance. All of them in there are really good. Yeah, Miss Poop's in there. Everybody in there. Aaliyah. Yeah. Joe. Shaw Cow's in there. And Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Mark does good. Seeing in a way you've never seen him before. Mm-hmm. And the little guy, um, Marin, is that his name? No, mm-hmm. what is his name? From Blue Ruin. <sighs> Macon, that's his name. Macon. He's really good, too. Yeah. I would say my luck. Sorry. I didn't know you were calling. Right, you're calling. Hey. Uh, we're, we're recording this uh, horror movie podcast. Um, but I'm going to be leaving soon. I'm bringing things home. Uh, yeah, we're we're going What? I'm getting hungry too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll be home soon. You wanted um, extra banana peppers? An extra sauce. All right. And don't forget the bun. You didn't want another topping on there? Just extra banana peppers? Okay. Hello, dude. Just me a little bit. Bye. Sorry. Go ahead. Um. Your last one. Oh, the last, the last honorable mention I had was going to be Tucker and Dale. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Like that's. That is a good one. one. I, I like. I like Tucker and Dale. I need to see that again too. That's nothing but. That's a comedy horror. Though. That's nothing. That. That's nothing. But the, the, the whole kills, all the kill scenes get me every yeah. time, every single time. It's, that's not, to, I mean, to I me, would, that's I, not that's, horror. That's horror. It's, totally it's a horror. comedy horror, but it's ba- it's grounded mostly in comedy. Yeah. Well, the comedy's first. Before yeah. Story. Yeah, I said yeah. it's a comedy horror, so to me, that wouldn't be... And the fact that it's from the killer's perspective. Yeah. <laughs> even though they're not killers. <laughs> well, that's another thing that you can't get Tucker and Dale without Scream and Evil Dead, yeah. where you yeah. have that kind of Set the tone. meta aspect to it where it's like we all know the tropes of redneck yeah. horror at this point yeah. um, because of wrong turn and mm-hmm. two um fucking hills have eyes yeah. and like all that shit so it's like so many tropes that they deliver and like all that shit they just deliver and poke fun at it yeah and they they're able to poke fun at it yeah. but yeah i love I, I love tucker and Dale. i thought it was really funny yeah two dick is hilarious yeah yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. His, i mean his yeah that's right. When you when you were talking about the needing it to be fun on the desert island, that's that's where you kind yeah, of yeah. Tucker Dell definitely. That's why. Tucker Dell definitely. That's, that's why. why I, also, an honorable mention too. Well, that's why a Rat in a Fabby would also be on my list too, because it's fun. Um, I was gonna ask you earlier, what do you think about the Evil Dead remake? I didn't like it. Me um, neither. I, I'm gonna rewatch it again because we went to the theater. Yeah, we saw the theater. I was disappointed too. Um. And I, I don't know if I was just expecting too much. Obviously, I like the gore in it. Um, 
but just because I love gore. Mm -hmm. But I I didn't like the movie. Well, it definitely took itself, well, not itself, but it took it too seriously for Evil Dead. That's what I said. That's what I was telling Murdoch the other day. It's like, because we were talking about it, and it's one of those things where it's like you, the reason you would call something Evil Dead is because it has that tone. Like, I would see Tucker and Dale is more Evil Dead than the yeah. remake was. Yeah. Um, okay. I could see Tucker and Dale versus Evil Dead or something like that, or Evil and Dead with Tucker and Dale or something. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to have the tone or you're not going to play with those those elements of it, I don't see the point of calling it Evil Dead because it's just gore. That's what I thought um, you would say, too. That's how, that's it how is, I thought about it, too. It was made for the masses, for sure. Oh, to yeah. Make, to make some money on it. Yeah. And the uh, best thing about that is her performance. Yeah. I need to, like I said, I need to watch it again because I've only seen it once. Um, I've only seen Tucker and Dale once too, but it's oh, it's one of those things where it's um, I, I would probably enjoy it more, not expecting so much mm-hmm. from it. I think um, I've only seen it once. I think I've only seen it once too. My, I mean, I might watch it again this year. We'll see. I only saw the ones in the theaters when it came out. Yeah, it's on my list to rewatch. Um, but I think you have a long list of rewatch. Well, because I want to watch new movies too, um, uh-huh. and Murdoch hasn't seen. We watched uh, Nightmare 2, uh, which I really it just made me want to watch all the Nightmares. Those are fun, too, I guess. Yeah, Nightmare on, so that brings me to Nightmare on Elm Street, which is on my list, too. Um, That's the one that is Hannah's favorite, I forgot. Freddy. Nightmare on Elm Street is, well, first of all, Freddy Krueger is one of the greatest villains of all time. Uh, one of the greatest slasher villains, because he doesn't exist in real life. Just like Candyman, it's like they you give him the power with, with your fear and with your dreams, and dreams are something that's always fascinated me. Um, and the fact that you can have a killer in your dreams that affects your real life. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could watch Nightmare a million times and still enjoy it and get creeped out by it. Um, but yeah, Nightmare is definitely on on my Desert Island list. How do you feel about the remake? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about remakes here. Um, we can do a Goonies on remakes no. if you want to. <laughs> no, none of them are worth it. Um, there, there are very few remakes that uh, that I enjoy more than the original. I can only think of one. Last House on the Left. But yeah, Last yeah. House on the Left. Um, Hills Have Eyes. Hills Have oh, yeah, Eyes. Hills have eyes. Yeah. I like the Dawn of the I like the Dawn of the Dead. Um, yeah, remake that remake too. is pretty good. Um, but I I would still take the original too. Yeah. Yeah, so it really is just those that I have seen. Last House on the Left maybe um, maybe take the original for me just because I don't really like the original I that like much. Original um, but I didn't. I mean, the remake's not that. It's the same story well, yeah. pretty much, but it's uh, the revenge horror is not my or rape revenge horror isn't my favorite horror subgenre. Um, it never never has been. <laughs> it's so, just one of the weird ones. Well, the reason for the the remake is the performances and that. Yeah, and I mean it's it's a brutal yeah. retelling too. Um, it's one of the first movies that I had some. We were when we were in a theater that somebody walked out. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. the first time I saw somebody walk out of the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I've the first movie. Yeah. I've had a lot of those. Um, so on my list, I also have um, arachnophobia. The Descent and Halloween. The Descent was another one. Yeah, but which one is your in the five and not your honorable mention? Looks like arachnophobia is in the five. No, because 
Um, she was going for that. I was, too. I was, I was debating between that ho- arachnophobia and Halloween, because arachnophobia is fun. Yeah. And when you think about desert horror, desert island horror, I feel like arachnophobia would be higher up on the list than Halloween. But I do love Halloween. But it's a little less fun than than an arachnophobia. Um, Are you getting an arachnophobia tattoo? <laughs> no. I'm not, but that but we're talking about that's why I said Halloween would be on there too. It'd be hard to get an arachnophobia one without like being just a spider. <laughs> I'm just like um, whatever because a portrait of Jeff Daniels. You're looking, you're looking, we're looking at Desert Island as movies you can't something we can't live without. Right, that's or why Yellow they're Man. all three on there. But I said Halloween would be my last pick for Desert Island, yeah. but that was the big debate because arachnophobia is so fun. Yeah. But again, that is also, to me, arachnophobia has always been more of a comedy than a horror. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So if we're talking about horror movies, then definitely Halloween would be the last one. It would be hard for me not to put Halloween on mine. Um, it would it would definitely be an honorable mention just because of the atmosphere of that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that movie is 100% atmosphere yeah. because of the soundtrack, because of how creepy Michael Myers is in that mask and... Just the nostalgia of the 70s, too. It's like a perfectly 70s. Yeah. And even um, even the new Halloweens haven't disappointed me, like the last one that just came out. They kind of disappointed me. <laughs> you haven't even seen the new one. I seen the, I didn't see the new new one. Yeah, I'm talking about the new new one when, when you got Rob Jamie Lee started, back in there. No, I enjoyed Zombies versions of Halloween, yeah, too. I, I enjoyed both of them. Um, I haven't because watched... Because that's a, that's, a, that's a Michael Myers fan fans take on the movies that's yeah. i mean and he did a very good job i oh, felt like i like the first, I one, was the the well, the first one was better than the second one but i don't you can't i still enjoyed the second one he got a little well no you know he got a little more uh a little more out there with like the dream sequences and stuff oh. in the second one but or the, you know it was still good mm. for the most part but the you can't beat the original halloween mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's I mean, nineteen seventy nine is still it's a must watch every year. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, I mean, if you're not watching that on Halloween, what are you watching? That's one that completely changed horror for the rest of horror's life. Well, it changed it from from way back then. Well, it introduced the slasher. Yeah, it introduced the slasher film. Yeah, unless you include Psycho. it's kind of like the well, because Psycho's a little different. I wouldn't necessarily include Psycho as necessarily as a slasher film. That's also it's like proto slasher. Yeah, like the it's first, different. Um, but yeah, Halloween is. But he and they still the greatest slasher movie. Yeah, they still. In, I mean, that is induced the the new genre per se or the subgenre. So is it on your list or is it right? No, it's on my list. It's number five, and then Arachnophobia and the Descent would be my honorable missions. The Descent is so good. So good. Yeah, the Descent, because that was, yeah. That's also another one that kind of changed. It was a story, when that one came out, it was a story you hadn't seen yet. Of course, you've seen it done multiple times now since that. But when it was filmed in North Carolina. Oh, I I think so. Or the Appalachians. But when that one came out, you hadn't seen that type of movie where there's cave dwelling monsters up close camera angles where you're stuck in claustrophobic things so it kind of introduced a new 
subgenre too. Even the second one's not that bad, but it's not as good as the first one because you'd already seen it, obviously. Yeah. The thrill was gone. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention Phantasm. That makes sense well, for I you. Fantastic. I thought you the did. First, What's your five? The first Phantasm's awesome. You say Green Room. That's not my fifth one. That's number five for me. Honeymoon. Oh. That was uh, the yeah. weirdest <laughs> one on that list. so good. Well, I love that movie. That is a good one. So I got, I've only seen that one. But that's too. completely psychological. Yeah, that was true. Yeah. Um, that's also the only alien one on anybody's list. It is the only alien one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I was going through the decades, um, which I think would also be another fun podcast to do, um, that I want to do with you guys. Alien, obviously, is one of my favorite movies of all time, too. But. But when you think of Alien, one of the, aside from like Alien Sigourney Reaper, which is basically like that's a creature feature. Yeah, that's the hottest Sigourney Reaper. But um, <laughs> Alien, it's... an actual Alien abduction movie. They rarely fall in the horror genre for me. Well, I think Honeyman does. Well, psychological horror, yeah. Well, yeah, and there's body horror in there too. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of body horror, mm-hmm. a lot of really gross body horror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, that's a good one. It creeped me out when I first saw it. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. It's just one of those things where it's like, I wouldn't really watch that movie that much. Oh, like, we watch it every year. We do so watch crazy. it every year. <laughs> <laughs> we just showed it to the last not too long ago. Oh, yeah, it's such, it's like such a disturbing I just gave it to Hannah. Hopefully it doesn't freak her out too much. <laughs> <laughs> that was not, that, we watch that sometimes for Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's a very sweet movie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's a great underrated one. That that yeah, one's on a lot of people's lists. No, no, no it's not. I'm not talk to them about it. No, yeah. And that just came out a few years ago too. Oh so. uh, yeah, what, 2017. Yeah, it's a newer one. We were still down. We were at the barn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. I thought we were at 1537 still. No, no, because we watched. That's we watched it for Valentine. Uh-huh. He, he watched. We I watched. Me and he watched it. And then we watched it for Valentine's Day for the first time. He watched it for, for Valentine's Day for the first time. We watched it at um, 1537. No. No, we were already in the barn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it came out in 2014, y'all. That's when we were in the barn. We yeah, we were in the barn. Me and Andy got together in 2013. Yeah, we had just moved to the barn. I remember watching the one. Yeah. I just felt like we saw it at fifteen thirty seven, because I watched the first season. I thought of Penny Dreadful. Maybe I didn't though. No, we it was when we were still at the barn. We had just moved it in there. That's how I got introduced to Harry. This um. So what were your two honorable mentions? Tremors and April's Fool, April Fool's Day. Tremors was an honorable mention. Yeah. April Fool's Day is a good one. That is a good one. I'll that's give you a great. That. And that's um, I watched that with Vernock the other day for the first time. Um, she had never seen April. She had never Day? seen it either. She never heard of it. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those movies that, for some reason, they had it at Bill's Video. It's her childhood, and, and, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it always we just stumble upon it somehow. <laughs> yeah, but I've never seen I anyone talk about that movie, or never heard anyone talk about that movie. It always baffles me the horror movies that she hasn't watched. Like she's never watched Child's Play. Like who doesn't watch Child's Play? It's like a classic horror movie for somebody that's supposed to enjoy classic horror. How do you skip Child's Play? It's one of those things where it's like, if you don't go through those old movies, there's just so much horror out there to watch. I mean, I agree, but like, 
And maybe it's because, like, maybe it's because we started so young. I don't know when she started watching horror movies. Maybe it's because we started so young that we saw all the classics. Also, well, it had Wendell, too. That's what I'm saying. It's because yeah. we started so young, we, we saw all the classics early on, and they just stick with us. But well, I just... remember, we would go, like, on Halloween and rent. Like, I remember one year we rented Nightmare... Probably, I think it was Child's Play. Yeah, it's a thing. We like all this, like, yeah, we always classic had our movies. horror movie marathon. Yeah, but Fever Lake. For... Oh <laughs> man, don't even bring up Fever Lake. But for Child's Play, it's one of those things where Chucky, like, it just became something different. Like Child's Play is not what Chucky became, and no. it no. became as a story overall. No, no, but um, to not to not watch the original. Yeah, it's it's on our list to watch. Well, it's. Yeah. And also, it's like it's hard to appreciate like today's horror without having that grounding of the classic horror. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. It's like it always like baffles me when comes from. Like, also, yeah. when we talk about horror movies that were those kids haven't seen anything. Like the one girl's favorite is Dead Silence. I was like, that's not even that great of a that's, movie. I thought what that movie was fantastic. I thought it was awesome. When that's I first the, watched, that's the, the doll one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with the lady with the. Creepy ass I mean, it's not a horrible movie. But no, it's not as bad be, as like Darkness Falls or yeah, something. You know, I think those came out the same year. Horror movie? Are you kidding? Yeah. You obviously haven't seen horror movies. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so when I, I don't know, when I think of when people say that they're horror fans, like I expect them to be like us. Like you grew up watching horror movies. Like you've been watching them your whole life. You've seen so many that you, you know. Yeah. So it always baffles me when somebody that's like. Oh, I'm a horror fan, but I've never seen Hall- the original Halloween or yeah, the first hard. Child's Play and, or the original Friday the 13th. It's like, how do you just start? And old horror is one of those things where... Or Poltergeist. <laughs> or Poltergeist. Yeah, if you aren't... If you have been steeped in modern movies or if like you were born in the late 90s, early 2000s, it's that's, like... That's the problem with these kids. You expect something different from horror. You expect mm-hmm. something different from movies. You expect those jump scares every five minutes. You expect those, that's like, why really That's when I lied, big... we didn't like Poltergeist. We, we weren't friends anymore. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like one of those things where you're not going to enjoy those horror, those new, those old horror movies because you've been steeped in new horror mm-hmm. um, and I you think, have to kind of branch out but i um, think if you're an actual horror fan that you would have the appreciation it depends on why you watch horror i guess that's true because if you watch horror to be scared by the jump scares then something like poltergeist isn't going to do anything for you that's why i like movies that what we've been talking about like the newer genre that is bringing those those old psychological yeah, yeah old that was for back yeah. where that, that's what that's the only thing i like that's the only thing i want in a horror movie like it follows and like house of the devil where it's like you have those really slow burning movies mm-hmm. that nothing happens for the first 30 40 minutes and that's okay but it, i mean it's gonna take well modern... that that's one of the things that modern horror forgot was set up an atmosphere yeah mm-hmm. and it's, it's one of the things that as more of those movies become prominent um and become more into popular culture it'll it'll happen um, for your friends will or your these kids kids these days kids these days <laughs> um, <laughs> us in our 30s um kids these days will eventually hopefully i mean to me stranger things has that horror vibe oh, when yeah. you have seven hours of it or eight hours of it rewatching that where it's like well, there's a what... lot of setup to that that show and, and it doesn't get crazy until the end which which i really like but you can tell those dudes love 80s and 70s yeah horror. that's what me and steven were talking about we just started rewatching the first season of uh channel z where we're gonna go back and watch all of them but uh 
when you think about horror shows nowadays, you got obviously American Horror Story, and that's I feel like sometimes that's what he gets wrong. It is what he gets wrong. He doesn't set it up. Really. He doesn't set it up, he and there's hardly any atmosphere to it. Season one. Of the season one. Of, season one. He did good, but then he got lost in the popularity. I think, and I always think that's what all those seasons of Channel Zero had on him was the psychological aspect and the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. they got they got the creep aspect. Right yeah, I'm hoping that he brings it back a little bit with Ratchet. From what I read, I don't think he does. It doesn't seem like he does. To me, what I love about American Horror Story and Ryan Murphy in general is it's just gorgeous. Like his his shows. Well, yeah, but some yeah, yeah, but sometimes you have to. I mean, you can't you can't take style over substance. Oh yeah, you could. You just can't. <laughs> I don't think you should. I love. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I'm as a fan of all types of movies it's like style over substance is not the end to me well i mean i'm not saying that but like i feel like this he always and i don't think his movies suffer for it that's not my favorite that one review i read of ratchet was so you know it said the same thing that it starts out great and ends bad like every ryan murphy show well the thing about ryan murphy and i'll give it to him to just like he's on ryan murphy (laughs) just like just like what I appreciated with with Shy in that interview, Ryan Murphy writes good characters. Sure. Yeah. So he doesn't care that much about the story. Yeah, but it still character. has to make sense. There still has to be some continuity. It's just. Yeah, I mean. And you have to let some of that go when you're talking about horror. Yeah. But it's you know you can't let it all go. Yeah, no. Exactly. Well, we gotta talk about Ryan Murphy. He's like one of the. I mean, he's doing horror all the time. Yeah. Um, he's definitely one of uh one of the new voices in horror mm-hmm. and I, I think he's a great voice for horror because but i'm i want to know is, like is really i really like um i hope that nick gets to do more yeah i feel sad still that he's got you know channel zero got canceled i i want to see him do something else i'm sure he will i'm also excited to see mike flanagan's the second season of that because i really like Hill house mm-hmm. i know you didn't but i had problems with it yeah uh, I feel like it squandered a lot of opportunities. Speaking of, but like, have you seen um, Hush? Yes. And did you like that one? I love Hush. So you like him as a. I love. Yeah, I like Mike Finley. Okay. I like Gerald's Game too. Um, yeah. I thought Gerald's Game. I still. Think I saw Doctor Sleep. I thought he did a great job with Doctor Sleep. We haven't finished Doctor Sleep yet, but uh, Gerald's Game. That dude in the corner is the still te- the um the tall man. Like the tall man. Yeah. yeah. He's still like creepy. He's still in my head yeah. every like all the time. And it, it's, it's the same thing. That... And how he's got the tall man in in the Hill House. Yeah. And the with the he's he's also one you don't forget. He's uh, well, I think the he follows the drug addicted guy. Oh, okay. My favorite one in the Hill House was the birth neck girl. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was like that was awesome way to tell the, story the best that. way and i think that one that whole arc i think could have been more central and like i said i, I feel like he just squandered a lot and i like mean having he, that many episodes and i feel like he wanted that much story to tell i feel like he wanted to say something and he achieved what he wanted to say yeah. i just don't know if he said too much if he went about it the right way exactly it's just one of those things where a movie like Silence of the Lambs, like we were saying, where there's not a wasted frame in that, and I think there. Yeah, but a lot of horror frame. shows have wasted frames. Yeah, because think, they have so many episodes. Yeah, yeah. but Channel Zero doesn't. That's only six episodes. Only six yeah. episodes. Yeah. He did. And I feel like 
as Americans, we should get more into shorter shows. Shorter seasons. Because how great is Peaky Blinders with mm-hmm. just six episodes? Yeah. It's a condensed story, and that's where it wants to go, and it gets there. Exactly. And it's it, that's definitely more, I mean, it's becoming more acceptable now, especially with the streaming shows, um, mm-hmm. and like Stranger Things and yeah. um, Channel Zero, where it's like, you can get those really contained stories. Mm-hmm. So. I was just going to talk about something else. Oh, I feel like, I don't know for sure, I haven't read anything about it, but in the trailer, it looks like Blythe Manor is set in the 80s. I don't know. By her attire. Possibly. Oh, I don't, I think, we watched the trailer, but I didn't, um. I didn't tie it to the genre yet. I mean, yeah. to a year yet. It seemed like it by her attire that it was possibly going to be set in the 80s. I don't even know what that one is. That's, that's the second of Hill House. He's not, doing, he's not doing an actual follow-up. He's doing like a... Yeah, another it's, another, it's just another haunted house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is that one based off of a book, too? I don't think I so. I, I, know. Know. I know the Hill House was. Hill House is loosely. Where is it? Shirley. It's been based off, I mean. Yeah. Did it record? Who's your favorite classic horror movie villain? Michael. 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 Michael Myers. Really? Do you guys like the the sequels? I don't watch the sequels. I don't like the third one. You don't never watch the season of the witch. That's the one I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. Michael's not even in there. Watch. I know. That's why I want to watch it. Apparently, they were supposed. They were going to do a. Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you like, how many of Freddy 